This is the show they don't want you listening to. The show with all your rights and zero handcuffs. So sit back and stand, grab that chopped cheese while you wait for that six buzz. Because let's face it, it ain't coming anytime soon. The Miranda Project with your host, Manny! Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Manny. Happy to be with you. Let's get the party started. There's a packed show. You definitely want to get through everything. The question is, have we learned nothing? In this episode, we're going to go and take a quick walk through the past just to see if we've experienced what we're going through now in any way, shape or form in the past in this country. Plus, we're going to talk about how inflation is going to hit your bottom line, meaning your pocket, your home, your livelihood. How is it going to affect you? That's the question. But before we do that, we definitely want to get a word in from our sponsor. Have you heard of Anchor? If you haven't, I'm here to help you. Anchor is the easiest way to make your own podcast. Let me explain. It's free, which is awesome. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone and or computer. Man, you know, for us that are always on the go. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's great. It's everything you need to make a podcast, your podcast, in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Thank you, Anchor. We also want to give a special shout out to our friends over at M68 Custom Prints. They're helping us out with uh, some projects that we're putting together. Soon uh, we will be um, putting it out there for you all, but we're working on a couple of things and we definitely want to give them a shout out for helping us out as we get this stuff rolling. Uh, they are uh, getting these uh, ideas together for us, presenting it to us, and we are very thankful for what you guys are doing for us over there at M6A Custom Prints. Uh, we'll print your design or create a custom design for you. No order, too small or big. Thank you again, M6A Custom Prints. Now, we're talking inflation. Now, the previous episode, uh, not the one that was that precedes this one, the one that we that, that we did before this one basically talks about um, you know, Eric Adams and what he has said or done so far and um how it's rubbed somebody the wrong way and they have basically gone and said that there will be bloodshed and so on and so forth and i mean he like i said in the episode um the adams is already creating waves and people are are coming in and saying what they're saying and it's it's an unfortunate situation because i i was 
watching an interview with him, and I, I know that this is not the topic that we have today, but I was watching an interview with that person, Hawk Newsom, and he said in this interview that he it has a school or he sponsors a school and he's given back to the community and, and, and he's helping kids uh, uh, do better for themselves and, and all of this stuff. I mean, that sounds awesome. But then you talk about riots, burning the, the streets down or buildings down and bloodshed. I mean, what are you teaching these kids, man? And, you know, again, I, I, I lost myself on I went off on a tangent, as they say, not what we wanted to talk about or not what we're talking about in this episode. But uh, I did want to, um, one, uh, speak to that. And two, obviously, you know, since we spoke about a previous episode, we kind of clear it up. And it wasn't that episode that we are talking about where, where when it comes to inflation, the episode that we are referring to is the price of chicken. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, it basically goes into an explanation about inflation, what inflation is and how it affects, um, not affects you, but what it is, like truly what it is. It, it defines it. It gives you examples of inflation. Um, and again, the price of chicken, we've all seen the price of chicken skyrocket. So it gives you an idea as to why it has skyrocketed, why it is that we are paying a dollar twenty nine or a dollar more or whatever the case may be. But for you to, you know, get that explanation, we, you know, we're, we're, shamelessly plugging that episode for you where we're, we're, we're saying hey go and check it out we're, we're shamelessly plugging the price of chicken yeah we're, we're we're not above we're not above doing that here on the project we're, we're not but hey let me tell you something they don't want you listening they don't so with that being said we were we we the the title of the of the episode or the title of the show is Have We Learned Nothing? Wait, no, that's not the title. That's not the title at all. I'm, I'm over here confusing the titles. What, what, what's wrong with me? That's not the title. I, I want to make sure I get, Have We Learned Nothing? Have We Learned Nothing? And the reason why we, we put that title that way is because the United States has experienced inflation like what we're experiencing now if not worse see in the 1970s we went through an episode of inflation it was double digit inflation now we look at our inflation today and it's 6.7 percent and you're like okay 6.7 percent like we said in the previous episode the price of chicken we kind of explained what that means we we went into what that means for you and how that inflation, what it does is that it devalues your money. So now imagine in the 70s, you had double digit inflation. And there was a term for it. And, and, and again, we want to be able to go through it real quick because I, I don't, uh, you know, if it was up to me, if it was up to my producer and, and anybody else that was a history nut, you guys would be like, yeah, let's go down history, history lane and let's get some historic uh, information and, you know, give us all the history you can give us. But not all of us are like that. 
you see i'm a student of history so is uh my producer we love history but not everybody loves history man i know that a lot of us were probably snoring through history now nah, not us we were probably sitting in the front of the class with our history books wide open telling you know telling the teacher inform me while y'all was in the back talking about not this again <laughs> but anyways that being said the the name that was given to this episode in um in, in u.s history was stagflation now the reason why it was given that name stagflation was because and, and i'll give you a, a a quick definition of it again real quick i i don't want to lose you please if, if you're falling asleep uh go get that cup of coffee uh, um don't you know and, and follow us here you just 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 bear with us just a little bit stagflation is characterized by slow economic growth slow economic growth hold on to that and relatively high unemployment relatively high unemployment or economic stagnation meaning that the economy is not growing which is at the same time accompanied by rising prices i.e inflation which is what we're going through right now stagflation can be alternately defined as a period of inflation combined with a decline in the gross domestic product the gdp we're not going to go into what the GDP is, but well, as a matter of fact, I'm just going to say what the GDP is. If you're not familiar with what that is, that's basically a scorecard that lets you know how well the country is performing money wise. It's basically what the country's bottom line is. What's the country worth? That's what the GDP is. So the country in the 70s was not performing well. There was no production going on. There, there, there was low unemployment. There was not, not low unemployment. There was high unemployment, high unemployment. That means there were not a lot of people working. And then there was inflation, a huge amount of inflation. I mean, rising inflation like what we're seeing today. And now if we were to do a comparison and we wanted to do, you know, the, that, the, old, the, the very old good apples to oranges comparison that we like to do here on the project, then we would look and say, okay, so do we have an economic uh, downturn? Meaning, uh, uh, um, is, is there a slow economic growth? I mean, the pandemic and 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 it's funny because you know a friend of you know all of uh, uh, excuse me a group of our friends or a group of us were were we're talking about the fact that you know just blame everything on COVID. It's COVID's fault. COVID did it. It's COVID. COVID did it. But on a serious note, the pandemic caused for a slow economic growth. So yeah, we we are currently going through a slow economic growth. The economy is growing slowly. People are finally getting back to work. They're, 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 you know, they're, they're kicking their heels, finally going back to work. They're, 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 they're getting themselves ready to go back to work. Or, or if they are at work, there's a mandate that's stopping them from going to work because they have to make sure that they have the vaccine because their overlord tells them that they have to have the vaccine. You, you, you know, because they don't want you listening. Their overlord is telling them that they have to have the vaccine, otherwise they can't work. Mandates, mandates, mandates. Go back to that episode. 
Again, another shameless plug. But are we going through economic, uh, 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 slow economic growth? I, I believe we are. I, I truly believe we're going through a slow economic growth. People are slowly going back to work. People are slowly getting their lives back together. People are slowly going back to what it was pre-COVID, pre-pandemic, slowly. Is there a high unemployment? Hmm, let's see. The federal government decided to write money, or no, it's not write, decided to print money and give it to people with, you know, under the premise of COVID assistance, which is, granted, it, it was needed. People were out of work. People... You know, uh, uh, stayed at home. They quarantined. A lot of people couldn't work from home. They, you know, they didn't have the type of jobs that, that, that you could work from home. And, and, you know, they got that stimmy money. But on top of getting that stim stimulus pay, they also got unemployment. But that unemployment also came with an extra or a bonus. So let's say, for instance, here in New York, top, what, what the, the top unemployment rate that you can get or the top money that you can get a week it's $405. That's $405 at the top. Doesn't matter how much money you made while you're, what's it called? While you were working, the, the state can only give you at the most $405 a week. So now the state was kicking you $405 and the federal government, I think, was kicking you an additional $300 a week. So you were sitting at home the span of a month and you were collecting roughly $2,800. Let's say, let's just estimate $2,800. So you're sitting at home, you're getting $2,800 and you're not doing a damn thing for it except going on your portal and saying, I'm unemployed. I tried to look for a job, but I'm still unemployed. And lo and behold, that check would come in the mail or that money would be deposited into your bank account. So what ended up happening? Oh, people were loving it. People were loving it. $2,800 and I ain't got to do nothing but get on my phone and say, I'm trying to work. I'm trying to find a job. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. But yet I can't find a job and I'm going to get paid. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm doing it. Yes. Sign me up. So now, why go back to work? I'm collecting $2,800. Why go back to work? I don't need to go back to work. Uh, the government is paying me to stay at home. So I'm good. I'm good. I mean, there was even videos of people saying it, I, I believe, on TikTok and, and Instagram and so, so on and so forth, that they were basically just like, yo, why do I need to go back to work? As a matter of fact, I remember watching a video where somebody said that uh, um, work was a um, what's it called? Not a social. It, it was a a uh, racial construct uh, built by the white man. And I don't need to go to work anymore because, uh, you know, I, I'm a free person and I don't need to to be under the rule of the white man. OK. Uh, that one lost me. I had to watch it a couple of times because I just didn't understand what he was saying. I'm not going to go to work because it's a racial construct. The white man's making me go to work, but um, I'm waiting for that check that comes and it's going to be deposited because that quote unquote white man's going to put it in my bank. account. But that, you know, that was me. That, that was, that was my thought process. 
maybe just me. I don't, I, you tell me. I, I, I you know, I, I, I couldn't tell you. But that again, that that's just me. That's just the way that I was thinking about it. But maybe for that person is different. So, is there a high, relatively high unemployment? Yeah, relatively high unemployment. People are still not at work. People are still, and I'm sorry to say, people are still using COVID as an excuse not to go to work. Yeah. And, you know, granted that that extra kickback from the federal government ended. And now if you're claiming unemployment, you're just getting that $405 here in the state of New York. But still, that, that's, that's a pretty good chunk of change nonetheless. $1,600 that you're getting a month, if that, right? If we calculate that. So can, are, are, are we kind of there? Now, obviously, you know, if, if we were to really go in and do a deep dive, the, the, the occurrences of, of, you know, stagflation versus what's going on today are completely different, you know, and I'll give you a perfect example. There are some things that are exactly the same. Uh, the the thing that one of the things that led to stagflation in the seventies was the fact that OPEC uh, sanctioned um, some countries in the West and did not, and in turn, the price of um, gas and oil for heating your home and all of that skyrocketed. So the energy energy industry, the inflation went through the roof because of those sanctions. Now. We look at the closing of the key, the Keystone Pipeline and the fact that we are no longer energy, what's it called, um, efficient, not efficient, uh, uh, that we don't have to go outside, that we, are, we were making our own energy. Now we have to go back to OPEC and beg them to help us. You know, that, that's where we stand. And again, we see that the energy, um, inflation rose i mean we're looking at i think i filled up my tank today i went to get gas rather and and it was three dollars and 53 cents a gallon uh that's a lot of money three dollars and 50 cents 53 cents you know uh so has there been a a a spike in uh the energy industry absolutely so th those two things mirror each other. There are diff several differences, and we're not going to go into it, but I just wanted to really pinpoint those two things because they're important, because they are exactly the same, that the two things that led, obviously, there was no COVID in the 70s. Um, there were other things that, that really led to, um, you know, the slow, uh, um, slow economic growth and the unemployment and so on and so forth, but here we're we were dealing with covid and uh like we said in our group chats and 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 conversations and 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 stuff it's all covid's fault so anyways now which is the last part because there's a trifecta here we have slow economic growth people are just beginning to go back to work relatively high unemployment People are kind of like, I'm oh, beginning to go back to work. I don't know if I want to go back to work. I'm going to really stay and not go back to work because I'm being paid not to go to work. And it is accompanied by rising prices. So again, if you go back 
to our previous episode on the price of chicken, we talk about the fact that the price of things has skyrocketed. We gave you an example, as a matter of fact, and, and we're actually very proud of this. I, I was speaking to our, our social media consultant, um, and we are very, very proud of our first, our first, and I know it won't be our last fact check. We got fact checked on a post that we had put up on our Instagram page. And in this post, we had hashtagged Bidenflation. And in this post, we put the fact that it's a graph or a picture of uh, the different uh, items that have gone up due to inflation or, as they say, hashtag Bidenflation. Gas up 49.6%. Energy up 30.0%. Fuel up 59.1%. Used cars and trucks up 26.4%. Food, which is the most important thing. Obviously, gas is important. Obviously, energy and oil is important. And I mean, used cars, hey, if you're in the market for a used car, then, you know, 26.4% hurts. But we're always in the market for food. 5.3% percent clothing again something that we're always in the market for you know we always got to get clothes you know there's always something that we need to buy right as far as clothing is concerned that's up 4.3 percent and the transportation services you know those that ride mass transit uh you know up 4.5 percent and again we posted up on social media and we got our first ever fact check. Uh, actually, I, I want to read it. It, it, it says, uh, fact checker, politifact. Oh, politifact. Oh, yeah. Uh, more like politifarce. I, I heard that from Dan Bongino, so I give him credit for that. Uh, conclusion, missing context, more, influ- more information. PolitiFact, yes, prices are higher under Biden, but recovery from the pandemic is key reason. So, Basically, under their fact check, blame it on COVID. Didn't we just say that not too long ago? Blame it on COVID. Listen, they don't want you listening. Blame it on COVID. Blame it on COVID. So, we had stagflation in the 70s. We have what we call Bidenflation now. And we're in the midst of it right now, 5.4% for food. The price of chicken. Go to back to the episode, another cheap plug. Go back, listen to it. If you, didn't, if, if, if you didn't get a chance to, and if you did listen to it, and you didn't kind of quite get it, then go back and, and, get, and, and, and listen to it. We, we, we're all about the cheap plugs here on the project. My, my producer will tell you, we're all about the cheap plugs. Go back and check it out. And if you have any further questions about it, hit us up on, our, on, on any of our social media sites or on our website. But now we're dealing with hashtag Bidenflation. How is it going to affect your pocket is the question. So how is this Bidenflation going to affect your pocket? How is it going to affect your bottom line? 
you know, how that's the question, because a lot of us, you know, we, we all live paycheck to paycheck. We're not, you know, Jeff Bezos, you know, we're not, uh, what's the guy from Tesla? Uh, you know, I, I, his name escapes me, you know, we're, we're not, you know, we're not any of these guys, you know, we're not LeBron James. We're not, you know, Kyrie Irving that could sit at home and not work and still make money. You know, we're not those people. You know, we're not, you know, we're, we're not a, a, a Nicolas Cage or, a, a, you know, some kind of an artist that basically recorded something or, you know, performed something and can sit at home and collect royalties because somebody is playing their song on iTunes, Spotify or, you know, whatever the case may be. And they're making this money and, you know, they're not really doing anything. Right. We're, we're, that's not us. We got to get up every morning or every night, wherever the case may be, whatever shift it is that you work, you got to go and you got to make the donuts. Remember that? Remember that? You got to make, got to get up, got to make the donuts, got to make the, do wait, hold on. I'm probably talking to an audience that doesn't remember those commercials. If you don't remember those commercials, YouTube it up, YouTube it up, go to YouTube and type in, got to make the donuts. That's the, the Dunkin' Donuts the old Dunkin' Donuts commercials where this guy had to get up. Didn't matter. He had to get up at whatever time in the morning it was to make the donuts. And those commercials were hilarious because, you know, the, it, it, it speaks to what it is to be a hardworking American, to be a hardworking person that you have to get up no matter what to be able to put that piece of chicken on the table, to be able to pay your bills, to be able to pay Con Edison, to be able to pay your, your car note, to be able to, to, to pay your rent. You have to get up no matter what time it is to be able to take care or handle your business. Gotta make the donuts. Gotta make the donuts. I'm telling you, if you don't know or are not familiar, check it out. Check it out. Because it really speaks to what it is to be a hardworking person. Whether you're American or not, doesn't matter. Just a hardworking person. And, and, you know, it, it's crazy because now you look at Dunkin' Donuts and, and it's what, what's their what's their um, their their slogan now? Uh, uh, what makes America run or what 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 is it? Oh, my God. Now I can't think of it. Uh, what makes America run? Something like that. Listen, uh, uh, and slogans change, right? Slo slogans change daily, weekly, monthly, whatever the case may be. But what? What makes America run is you and I going to work, you and I going and doing what we need to do to make sure that we put food on the table. That's what makes America run. And if we are pumping money into this economy like we have been pumping money into this economy so that people don't go to work, then how are we making America run? We're not. We're not making America run. We're making America crawl. If that, you know, the, the, this, this administration has been pumping money into the, into the economy, but money that we don't have, 
Again, under the guise of, oh, you know, this is COVID relief, COVID relief. And I don't blame only this administration because it also happened in the previous administration. Did I agree with the fact that they uh, uh, printed the amount of money? I think it was uh, two, some, uh, two, two trillion or something like that. I don't remember exact numbers, what it was, but they printed money that we didn't have to inject into the economy to inject into your pocket because you weren't working did you get that stimmy check yeah you got that stimmy check you probably already spent it i know i spent it i went and i paid bills because that's what i needed to do i needed to take care of some bills and that's what we did right some people went to walmart and bought themselves a new tv I remember going to Walmart and needed to go shopping for a few things and people were carting out some new, some brand new, uh, you know, 60 inch, 70 inch. I, I seen some 80 inch, five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars. Hey, listen, priorities, right? But whatever the case may be, you know, you needed that brand new TV. You got it. You got that stimmy check. Boom. You got that money. And it's funny because I, I even I even saw a video on online i believe it was on facebook where they were talking about the fact that they were they made a song a parody song out of the stimmy check and how it, uh, how it you know they're gonna miss it once oh yeah they're gonna miss it because they've already spent it and it was to that the the tune of bone thugs and harmony now, I don't know if anybody knows who Bone Thugs and Harmony are. Uh, I, I'm dating myself again. This was, you know, um, late 90s rap, I want to say, maybe a mid 90s rap. Bone Thugs and Harmony, they came out with a song called um, The First of the Month. And the Stimmy Check song was basically on that same, under that same song or same tune. Uh, you know, just making a fact fun of the fact that they got that stimulus check and they had already spent it and they don't know what they're going to do because that money is already gone. They've already spent it. But again, you, you pump the economy full of this money that we don't have. And that causes, like we said in the episode, the price of chicken, that causes for more money to be out there with less items out there and people chasing the less items that are out there. You're chasing less items because people are not at work producing the items. So there's no production. There's no one out there making a microchip. A microchip, what does that have to do with anything? My neighbor, I'll give you a quick example. My neighbor has got a Volkswagen, a Volkswagen bug. The car is basically tucked away because it can't pass inspection. He takes it out and he puts it in the driveway or, or no, excuse me, the garage of his job. And then he hides it when he gets home because it's um, the inspection has expired. But he can't get a new inspection done because the microchip that goes into the computer that need, that what's it called that, that tells the um, that system that the car is passable or it passes is broken in his car and he needs that chip in order to get it you know that chip to be replaced because they did the work that the computer said it needed they connected it to another machine and everything is fine but you can't take that other machine to do the inspection you have to plug it into the computer 
in the car. And that computer in the car is going to give you an error message because that microchip is bad and it needs to be changed. But he can't get that chip because there's nobody producing it, A, and B, it has to come straight from Germany and the supply chains are a whole other, excuse me, a whole other mess. You, you, we, we spoke about the supply chains. That's another issue. You know, hashtag supply chains. You know, they don't want you listening because they're going to go and tell you that uh, uh, the supply chains, are, it, it's, it's not a big deal. No, no, no. As a matter of fact, you know what? They, it, they, this is what they said. I, I actually read an article from MSNBC. It wasn't an article. Oh, no, it was a tweet from a, a, a newscaster on MSNBC and said, the reason why we're having supply chains issues is because the majority of the truck drivers are white men over the age of 55 who are Trump supporters and they are making a mess of the supply chains because Biden is president. Now, did I ad lib? Uh, maybe I did. No, no, I didn't ad lib. This is basically what they said. That the Trump supporting truck drivers, white men over the age of 55, are messing up the supply chains are not going to work because they're you know i guess upset that biden's in office <laughs> is that you know I, I listen i know some truck drivers and they're not white men the age 55 i know some truck drivers that are hispanic i know some truck drivers that are african-american you know, bottom line is people want to work. People want to put that chicken on the table. They could care less about, you know, skin color and all of that stuff like everybody else makes it about. People want to put the only color people care about is green. That's it. Because green pays the bills. That's that's it. Bottom line. But MSNBC makes it seem like, no, this is a racial issue. And this is why supply chains are damaged because of race. That's what we're getting from mainstream media. But anyways, people want to go to work. So now you have a low economic turnout because we're not producing anything. There are no microchips. Uh, even Tesla's uh, uh, suffered because you couldn't get a microchip in Tesla's so that they can be sold. You had cars sitting in lots not being sold because of this issue because they weren't being produced because they weren't being delivered you have freighters sitting in the pacific ocean and we mentioned that in the previous episode the price of chicken and i keep plugging it you're probably going to get tired of it but when you get tired of it it's because you want to go over there and listen to it i'm i listen this is a monetary phenomenon yes inflation is a monetary phenomenon but it's a monetary phenomenon that can be controlled by the government but and pay attention please pay attention they don't want you listening because they'll tell you that the government the white house the president does not control inflation 
They'll go out there. You'll watch mainstream media. You'll watch CNN. You'll watch MSNBC. You'll watch CNBC. You'll watch all of these channels that'll tell you that the government does not control inflation. And that is a plain and utter lie. The president controls inflation. As a matter of fact, Chuck Schumer, the, the, um, Senate majority leader, and I hate saying majority leader because he really doesn't have a majority. It's a 50-50 tie in the Senate. The only majority he has is the vice president, Kamala Harris, but that's a conversation for another day. I don't want to confuse you or or bore you with those. those. So why you say it? (laughs) But listen, they, Chuck Schumer said, with the whole issue that we're having with the gas prices and home heating oil prices skyrocketing like they are, let's go into our reserves. Let's tap into our reserves, you know, because this country has reserves. We have oil put away for a rainy day. So let's tap into our reserves so that we can bring down the price of gas because President Biden went to OPEC begging them for some help so that we can bring down the price of gas because again the major driver in this inflation is the energy it's the price of gas you see it costs more to bring the chicken to the supermarket now because the price of gas is so expensive i mean we're looking at $3.53 for these, not these, for gasoline. We're looking at $4 and I think it was $0.09 cents I saw for diesel fuel. Now, I don't know about you, but those semis that are out there on the road don't run on gasoline. They don't run on farts either. They run on diesel and a lot of it those tractors run and need excuse me need a good amount of diesel fuel and now these these drivers these truck drivers are out there trying to make ends meet and and delivering this food delivering these clothes delivering you know what it is that they get hired to deliver and they have to take a hit in the pocket just like you do when you put gas in your car you see the difference is that, oh yeah but those truck drivers they work for this company no they're independent contractors a lot of them are independent contractors yet they get contracted by a company to haul freight yes but that tractor let's say seven times out of ten belongs to them they it's their business That's their business. That's how they make money. That's how they put food on the table. They work for themselves. And they operate that truck, that tractor, and they haul freight from wherever it is that they're hauling freight to bring it to your supermarket. And now when it gets to your supermarket and you're looking at the fact that it's $1.29 more expensive and you're like, why is it so expensive? It's because it costs more to transport. It costs more gas 
diesel, whatever it is, to bring it to your supermarket. It costs more to produce the styrofoam. It costs more to produce that plastic film, that plastic film that goes over your chicken, that the or that bag that it's in. You see, that comes from oil. So if the price of oil is higher when you're producing that styrofoam or you're producing that plastic film or you're producing the bag, that oil is more expensive to the manufacturer. So what does the manufacturer do? He's got to call, he's got to, you know, he's got to share the wealth, right? And by the wealth, he's got to pass on the, the cost. So he's got to pass it on to his consumer because let, let, let me, let, let's put it this way. We, we gave you the analogy of the PS5. So let's go back to that merchant, right? That merchant now realizing that interest, interest went up, not interest, excuse me, inflation went up 6.7%. That merchant now as a business owner needs to factor in that 6.7% into its overhead because now he knows that you, his employee, are going to come to him and say, hey, the price of living went up and I can't afford to put a price, I mean, a piece of chicken on my table. I need a pay increase. I, I, I need to be able to match the price of living. And this is what inflation does. So now that merchant has to prepare himself. And he knows that you're going to ask for more money. And, and, and the crazy thing about it is that you're going to get that more money because he's got to match the price of living. You're, you're, you're going to get a small pay increase, right? You're, you're going to get that substantial, you know, that 3% pay increase to make you feel better, even though we're at a 6.7% inflation rate. So you're going to get that pay increase. You know what the crazy thing about it? And, and shh, because they don't want you listening. That's what they want. This is what they want. This is how they want it to affect your pocket. Why do you say that, Manny? What is it? What do you mean this is what they want? They want to drive the price, not the price. They want to drive your salary up because when you get a salary increase, that means that you can fall into a different tax bracket, meaning that they can tax you on a higher rate, take more money out of your taxes. In turn, they pay less on the debt that they owe whomever it is that they owe the debt to, which is to the reserve, right? So they, 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 they owe this debt and they can pay it at a smaller price because the dollar is worthless, not worthless, but worth less. You're asking for more money because you're struggling. So you get more money. And when you get more money, now you pay more money in tax. Like I said, the bank doesn't lose. The government doesn't lose. This is what they do. This is why they want to drive inflation the way that they're driving inflation. Remember, not too long ago, it was $15, $15. We need to make minimum wage $15. Why do they need to make minimum wage $15?
because you fall in a different tax bracket, you fall in that different tax bracket, they can take more taxes from you. You don't believe me? There's an article that came out in the month of October. The United States collected more taxes than any other month. More taxes were taken out of everyone's check. The highest amount of tax. I don't even know how to say it. They want you to get an a pay increase. They want to drive the price of inflation. They want to do all this stuff. They, they want to. They're controlling this. It, 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 have we learned nothing? Or has this been done on purpose? That's where we are right now. That's the question that I want to drive. Have we learned nothing from our previous, from, from, from the 70s, from the previous time that we had inflation, where we had stagflation? Did we learn nothing or did we learn something and now we're passing the cost down to our constituents? Hey, you got $15. That's minimum wage. Yeah, but now you're paying more in taxes. So instead of getting that $15 an hour, now you're getting what? About $11.88 um, in taxes. I mean, in, in, in actual salary, because now you're paying more taxes on that $15. Is that how that breaks up? I, I, I think so. So let, let's, let, let's really pay attention on how this is affecting you and what they're doing and how they're driving this. So yeah, they're driving this. We, we, we're saying that. We are literally saying that. And, and we know they don't want you listening. But they're driving this. They, they sat there and pumped another $1.2 trillion into the economy and, and called it an infrastructure bill. Money that we don't have, but yet it's passed, signed into law. Everybody clapped. Everybody celebrated. They said that it, it, it's going to be the moment that we are going to remember, be remembered, or it's going to be remembered. Don't get me wrong. Our roads need fixing. Uh, um, you know, especially here in New York, you know, you have roads that need help. You have roads that need repair. You have an old system in the transit system that needs to be repaired, fixed, whatever the case may be. Yeah, I, I get that. I understand that. But they're more pressing matters. People are suffering right now because of this inflation. I was reading an article where people were basically, you know, refraining from using their cars. People are refraining from turning on the heat in their homes. In the Northeast here, in the Northeast, we, we fall in the Northeast here, New York, Northeast. People are afraid to turn on their boilers. Because of the price of oil, heating oil. People are refraining from using their cars. I mean, maybe that's what they want. Maybe they, they don't want you to use your car. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not that they don't want you to use your car. They want you to get rid of that gas guzzler. They want you to get rid of that car that consumes, uh, you know, a, a combustible. And they want you to go and buy an electric because you have $75,000 
to go and buy a Tesla or to buy a hybrid. You know, not all cars are Teslas. You know, you can get a hybrid or an electric car. You know, all of the manufacturers now have electric cars. Ford came out with an electric pickup truck. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's nice. I love pickup trucks. I wonder if it has the same towing capability that, uh, you know, a, a, a Hemi has. I, I wonder. I'm curious. But yet, they, these are out there. You go out and buy one. You don't need to have a, a gas-guzzling car. Oh, we have different programs for you and your home so that you can heat your home without having to consume oil. They're driving this. They're driving this inflation where people are afraid to put gas in their car. People are trying to figure out how they're going to do their food shopping because the price of chicken has skyrocketed. The price of bread has gone up. The price of eggs has gone up. The price of everything is going up. And you know what people tend to do in situations like this? Because they know that prices are going to go up and they're going to continue to go up. You know what people begin to do? They begin to hoard. Oh, no, no. You know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to buy myself a few set of eggs because eggs don't expire as long as I keep them in the fridge. They don't go bad. So because the prices of eggs are going up, it went up this week and next week I, it's guaranteed to go up. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go and buy me more eggs. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go and, and, and hoard me some toilet paper because I know that the price of toilet paper is going to go up. And I know that people are going to go to the supermarket and they're going to buy toilet paper. And it's going to be the beginning of COVID where I'm not going to have any toilet paper. People are going to begin to hoard. People are going to go nuts and buy a bunch of chicken, bunch of steak, and they're going to have it in their freezer. Hey, listen, if you have a freezer and, and you've normally frozen your food in a deep freezer in your house, then, hey, more power to you. you you've, you've thought of head. You've, you've always set yourself up for that. But now people are going to do it just because they know that today the price of chicken is $1.29 up from yesterday or up from six months ago and tomorrow it might be a dollar 33 and the day after that it might be a dollar 34 and before you know it it's two dollars more so instead of spending that two dollars that i know i have to spend because i need that chicken i'm gonna go and i'm gonna hoard it and i'm gonna get me a whole bunch of chicken and i'm gonna keep it in my deep freezer and i have it at home and i know that i already spent that money but at least i have it it's better to have it and need it and not know it. It is better to have it and not need it and not have it and need it, right? That's the term. So this is what people are turning to do right now. This is what's beginning to happen. This is how it's affecting your pocket. This is how it's affecting your livelihood. People are wondering how they're going to pay their heating bills. People are wondering how they're going to pay put gas in their car. People are wondering if they're going to leave their state to go for Thanksgiving. People are even wondering if there's going to be birds in the supermarket. And by birds, I mean turkeys. Because those evil white men are not going to be able to truck that stuff into my supermarket because they're evil Trump supporters. I didn't say it. I'm just repeating what somebody in mainstream media said. But they don't want you listening to this because they want you to think that everything is okay and they can't control inflation. It's a monetary phenomenon that they can't control. They can't do anything about. 
And that's not true. Like I said, have we not learned anything? Back in the 70s, when the inflation or the stagflation took hold of the country, the government stepped in and did what they needed to do to take control of it and get the inflation down to 3%, where it normally stays, about 3%. So can they do something? Yes. Do they want to do something? I don't know. That's the question. I don't know. Because like I said, you pay those prices because you need the items. You pay an unwritten tax, like we mentioned in the Price of Chicken episode. But now we add on to that and we say, not only are you paying that unwritten tax, but now the price of living has gone up. So you're going to go and ask for a raise. You're going to get the raise. And once you get the raise, what happens? You're in a different tax bracket and you pay more taxes. It's a win-win for the government and a lose-lose for you. Win-win for them, lose-lose for you. Supply chains are a mess. You don't know if you're going to have a bird for the, for the holiday. And if there is a bird, you're going to make sure to pay the amount of money that you need to pay because your tradition is to have a bird on your table for Thanksgiving. That's your tradition and you're not going to break it. So that's the game that they're playing or are they you decide you do the you you do the research i don't want you to to say oh well the project said no 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 yeah we we're saying but go out and do the research go out and find out on your own look up stagflation look up what happened in the 70s 70s if that's something that interests you if not then just take a look at what's going on now Take a look at what other Americans are doing. Take a look at what you're doing to avoid this inflation that continues to rise. And, and, and they continue to pat themselves on the back and say everything is going to be okay. It, it, it's only transitory. It, it's, it's, it's temporary. It, it was COVID's fault. Really? Is it? Because even the president admitted that we shouldn't have pumped $1.9 trillion in a COVID stimulus package to people's pockets, which, you know, the American people really didn't get $1.9 trillion. But, you know, that's an episode for itself or, yeah, by itself. We can go into what all that money really went into because, you know, $1.9 trillion didn't go into our pockets. But even he admitted it. He said that we shouldn't have done that. That didn't help our issue with inflation now. But you know what? You know what the mainstream media did? They came, politifars, I mean, politifact came and said, no, he didn't mean that. He didn't say that. That's not what he said. It, it, what's it called? He, he said something different. He said it was COVID. COVID did it. COVID did it. It was COVID. So, ladies and gentlemen, Think about what is going on now. Think about the inflation. Think about how you're going to have to cut corners. Think about what you're going to have to do in order to make ends meet. And then think about the fact that this has been orchestrated or is being orchestrated. Remember what I said a few episodes ago, controlled chaos. Ladies and gentlemen, 
This is my definition of controlled chaos because they're controlling it. They're controlling it. And they don't want you listening because they want you subjugated. But again, I want you or I, we would want you to go ahead and do your research. Find out. Do it for yourself. Find out for yourself. Don't take our word for it. We went and we did our research. We're talking to you. We're putting it out here for you in this podcast. But we're asking that you go ahead and you do your own research. And if you find something different, give us the feedback. Come back to us and tell us, hey, uh, Miranda Project, you were wrong. Here, Manny, you were wrong. Here, put it on our website. Put it in our social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, you know, our website, the Miranda Project, P-R-O-J-C-T.com. Go ahead. We, ex- we hope for that fee- feedback. We want it. We, we welcome it. Let us know. Let us know. And, and, and with this, I close. Thank you again for being with us. Thank you again for being with us. Because this is something that we will continue to talk about in upcoming episodes. We will keep an eye on it. And we hope that we do have people that will go out there and look and, and educate and self-educate and see what is going on and how it, it, whether, whether what I said is wrong or whether what I said is true or whatever the case may be. And you give us your feedback and you come back to us. Please, I welcome it. We welcome it. Again, thank you for being with us on the project. And we always close our show with letting you know, you might not be into politics, but politics is into you. Have a great one. God bless you all.